Welcome to the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Thank you for joining our weekly discussion around grief, mental health, and overall personal wellness. The Grief Bully Podcast will serve as a vehicle to help you navigate life's journey. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the podcast with anyone in your life that you think it will help. Let's bully grief together. What's up, what's up, what's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the Grateful Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Guys, we're going to get into this conversation today because what I am realizing is, as we are about to embark on another year, I still feel like it's the same year from 2020. I am feeling like we are in the same super long, never-ending year. And so I felt it would be important for me to get into this conversation as we talk about how the pandemic that is still going on is impeding and impacting our mental health. I was reading an article actually from January 4th of 2021. Now we're here going into January of 2022 and they seem so optimistic. They felt like there's an end in sight. And I'm sure some of us probably felt that way a little bit also. But then we live through 2021 and see that not too much has changed. And even when it starts to change, I feel like we just bust a hard U-turn to go right back to where we started. And as we try to talk about the conversation about grief, we think about all the things that we lost that we can see that are tangible, whether that be people or loved ones, which obviously that's a very unfortunate circumstance that has been happening. But the things that we can't see. What about that? The battle that's really going on within many people's minds right now. I'm one of them. I'll be the first to tell you. The pandemic has and continues to do a number on me. I'm feeling like I try my best to be so optimistic, so positive, but then I can start to now physically feel in the background there's something that's draining me. There's something that I can't see. I can feel it at nighttime where I'm like, I am exhausted right now. Even if that's just wash my hands and I wash my hands, hand sanitizer. Who did I talk to? Who was I with? Oh, who got COVID now? What's happening now? What's changing now? And it's like kind of like the record or the movie that we've seen before happening again. So now recently I'm seeing that colleges are starting to go back virtual. Conferences that were out there are being canceled. Now we can't go into certain restaurants. There's so many things happening. There's actually even the simple fact that in the state of New Jersey, there's like a new band on straws. And it doesn't correlate to me together, but to me, it just goes into this bucket of the pandemic. So it has nothing to do with that. But I'm like, they're taking our straws. Like, give me my straw. So you might feel like that too, where you're just like, when is enough going to be enough? And I have to be honest, I don't know if there will be an end. And there's people who are really struggling and suffering, and maybe that's you, where you work at home and you're struggling to find that balance between work and home. Which What place am I at? Am I at work or am I at home? It's different for someone who actually signed up and applied for a job that was remote or work from home or had that flexibility. But for a lot of people, even like myself, I'm a salesperson. I'm out in the field. That's what I do. I've had to now be home on the telephone. It's still talking, but it's not the same. And there has to be some awareness raised around that. This was something that I saw in the article, and I thought this line was so powerful, that we're talking about vaccines, vaccines, and I'm not going to get into my perspective on that. That's not what this is about. But the simple fact that 
we're working to do so much for our physical health, which is absolutely necessary, but there is no vaccine for our mental health. I'm going to let that sit there. There's no vaccine for our mental health. And so while this is very well a physical battle, an economic battle, it's also a mental battle. And I'm, and I'm trying to be, hey, let's go into a new year, new me, let's get it rolling. But when you're still coping and trying to grieve and mourn the things that you lost in this never-ending year, like it's like 2020 extended version, which would have been pretty lit if that was a CD or album that someone dropped. But because this is our real lives, it's really not that funny or cute. And so I want you to give yourself a break and really realize these things that are actually going on within our mind. This study actually talked about and highlighted, for example, people who have eating disorders. For some people, being home and isolated, that's great because they're out of people's sight and they can really indulge in in this more and, and feed their disorder. But for some people, that's very disturbing because for a lot of us, work was actually that safe place. Work was that space that holds you accountable for whatever it is that you're dealing with because you're coming in contact with people who will see you and notice certain things about you. When we talk about parents who have now had to transition into teachers and still maintain their full-time jobs and careers and who they were, and this is just so much change that I, I think that someone could say, hey, well, we've been in this for a while, so why aren't we used to it? Why aren't we just thriving in this? But this is unprecedented. This is something that my mind could have never actually imagined. And my mind is still trying to accept that this is actually a reality. So when that's burning me out and I'm feeling depleted, that's a real thing. And I just don't want to neglect that. I've touched on this episode before. We've talked about sexual abuse and sexual violence and so many things that are going on, just domestic violence as well. Think about that, the escalation In the Native American communities, there's been a 20, I think there was about maybe a 70% increase, and I I can actually get the exact number, but between the ages of 20 and 40, the suicide rate has been astronomical, leaving grandparents to then raise children in these families because people were not built to live life this way. And so we're trying to transition and we're trying to cope and we're trying to lean into this new normal, but I don't even want this to be normal. So I don't know how much I'm leaning in. So that's the same reluctancy when we deal with losses in our lives and we're not able to always see exactly what they are physically or put a name to them or, or write exactly what they are. I think it's easier for those things to get un- overlooked and then that becomes an issue. Think about the frontline workers. They aren't only people who work on a front line and say hospitals and then they go home and that turns off. There is a real thing that some things, a lot of things are unseeable. Imagine being the nurse or the doctor who has to hold a phone for a family member on FaceTime to say goodbye to their loved one. Imagine the weight on your shoulders. Yes, this is your profession, but did you ever imagine it would be to this magnitude? So it's not, oh, well, that's what you signed signed up for. I don't know who signed up for this. And I don't want to be a person that just sits back and complains. I'm a very solution-oriented, driven person. But I'm also wise enough to know that there are some things that we will have more difficulty just pressing through and pushing through that. And so as we start to go into this new year, 
I want you to understand that, yes, we want to be optimistic. Yes, we want to have goals and plans and ideas and visions. But we've also, I would like to see us set plans for our mental wellness, for our mental health. How is my mental health going to be a huge priority? Because as I can see, the life I am living is extremely unpredictable and so much change. So I need to have some sort of plan. The plan might change, but we need to have the plan. Some of the things that we talked about that are good is even just getting outside, fresh air, being amongst nature, trees, some small things that are free that can really change the game, that can really change things for you. And so that's my self-challenge. The challenge to myself is to say, what's your self-care plan going to be for 2022? Like, it's always like, oh, I want to get the bag. I want to find out the new projects I want to get into. I want to apply for this new job. I want to lose weight. I want to do all of this stuff. But I want us to prioritize our mental health because there are a lot of people that are suffering. I've heard recently of something that's called a mental, I think it's called a mental health first aid. And it's so cool. I never even heard of that where people are actually learning to be trained and educated on how to recognize these signs and symptoms that people are going through that are in their lives. I want to do it. I want to commit to that. Because when we talk about do your part, it's more than wash your hands. It's more than wear a mask and social distance and get a vaccine. Like we have to show up for one another. There are people who were already extremely suffering prior to the pandemic that are on their last straw right now. So we talk about this time of the year being the best time of the year for holidays and then going into the new year. But there are some people that they are at their breaking point. And so there's one thing that I can do and that maybe I can challenge you to do is to look into this mental health first first aid. Be educated on it. There can be people there you're sitting next to right now that are really struggling. And I'm not saying that you're going to save them. I'm not saying that it's your responsibility. But wouldn't that be pretty lit to feel like I'm informed? I've done one thing that's going to help myself and other people on this journey that we're on. That's the literal definition of holding hands and showing up and doing your part. And that's what I want to do because I'm tired, but I'm not going to give up. I'm tired, but I'm going to keep fighting, but I want to do it in a wiser way. Preparation in this season is going to be key. Because grief will meet you absolutely where you are. It will not say, hey, excuse me, is this a good time for me to come through and wreak havoc on your life? Is it? Oh, okay, no, okay, okay, sure. I'll come back later. No, not happening. There are people who are losing people back to 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 back. I don't even want to get on a tangent because, yes, COVID-19 is here and the virus is something that is really, really important. But cancer is still kicking the shit out of people right now. Like, literally. So many people that I'm hearing right now that that is a big issue. And so we still have to have mighty prayers, mighty fights, recognize that there are so many things going on that we will not be able to tackle all of them, but we can just do our part. Just one thing. Do your part. That's what I wanted to get into. I'll try to come back with you with a little more uplifting next time going into the new year as we start to settle in in that first week or so and seeing what we're doing. But as we get to that and we're talking new year resolutions and we're talking all these different things that we want to do, let's not leave. It is almost so important for you to not leave mental health off of the table.
There's plenty of resources. There's plenty of things you can do. Small things, big things. It will all add up. You have my love on this journey, whatever it's been for you. I know it's been something. Everyone has had an area that they have had to combat. Maybe small, maybe big. But I'm with you on that journey. Guys, if you enjoyed this episode, drop me a comment. Let me know how you're feeling about it. If you're listening to it on YouTube, you guys have been amazing. I'm loving the comments, the new subscribers, the new family, as I like to call you. I appreciate that. The people over on Instagram, you guys are always showing so much love. You guys show me big love. I just celebrated 13 years of sobriety. Oh my goodness. It's like 4,765 days in a row. Yes, that was the rebirth. That was a rebirth, and it's so amazing. So thank you for all the love that you guys shared and showed me over there. It does not go unnoticed. And for you guys out there who don't know what Jay Nicole is like on Instagram, what are you doing? Go right now and follow me there at I underscore AM underscore Jay Nicole. Guys, so next time, you already know. Love and light. Peace.